Sunday the Escape. Sunday Escape. We're back in yeah. two weeks. Bye-bye. Part DHK, the news at one with Tom Worden. The top stories. Police charged two men and a woman in connection with the discovery of body parts in a village house in Taipo on Friday. People in Macau can go mask-free outdoors from tomorrow, but they'll still need to mask up on public transport and at some indoor venues. And a man has died and another is in a coma after a speedboat collided with a fishing boat in the waters off Saikung this morning. Police say they've laid a holding charge of one count of murder against a 31-year-old man and a 65-year-old man. They've also charged a 63-year-old woman with perverting the course of justice. The charges are in connection with the discovery of body parts from a 28-year-old woman in a fridge in a village house in Taipo on Friday. They said the case will be mentioned at Kowloon City Magistrates' Courts tomorrow morning. Police have yet to find anything in their search for the victim's missing head, torso and hands. Yesterday, police divers searched a catchwater pool at a cemetery in Chunquano. Police, sorry, people in Macau will be able to go without masks outdoors from tomorrow after authorities in, SA, in the SAR dropped the mandate. People will still have to mask up on public transport and when visiting medical settings or care homes. In other indoor venues, it will be up to supervisors to decide whether masks are needed. Children aged three and under are exempt. In a statement, health authorities said the changes were possible because the epidemic situation had stabilized over the past two months. A man has died and another has been left in a coma after a speedboat collided with a fishing boat in the waters of Saikung this morning. Police are investigating the crash, which happened off Cham Chukwan at about 10 this morning. One man was declared dead after being rushed to a marine police base. The other was rushed unconscious to Eastern Hospital by a helicopter. The Financial Services Minister, Christopher Hoy, says the stock exchange is rolling out a new arrangement next month that will allow high-tech firms to list in Hong Kong before they reach profitability. He told a commercial radio program that the authorities hope the change will attract firms in industries such as new energy. Meanwhile, Mr. Hoy said the authorities here are helping international private equity funds enter the mainland market. He said bringing those organizations to the SAR would bolster demand for professional services here and their investment may in turn make the Hong Kong stock market more attractive. A lot of legal support and accounting support is needed in the process. So when they set up such entities in Hong Kong, they use a range of our financial and professional services. And secondly, they can invest in the tech firms on the mainland. Those enterprises may be listed in future. The Financial Secretary, Paul Chan, says Hong Kong has a unique edge in developing into a leading green technology and finance hub, noting an abundance of of green tech startups in the SAR. The finance chief unveiled a raft of measures in his budget to promote a green economy, including setting up a green tech fund and expanding an existing green bond scheme to cover sustainable finance projects. Writing on his official blog, Mr. Chan pledged more support for green tech companies when it comes to financing and business management to lure talented people and investors here. Turning overseas, the French President Emmanuel Macron says a long-delayed trade deal between the EU and a group of four South American countries can't go ahead unless they follow European environmental policies. Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay and Paraguay are all major agricultural producers. French farmers fear competition from the Mercosur countries if they're not subject to the same environmental standards. 
The European Union has announced additional sanctions against the Russian-based Wagner Group for what it says are human rights abuses in several African countries. The paramilitary group had already been sanctioned by the EU in 2021. Jonathan Schroden, a military analyst in Washington, said the authorities in Europe want the groups curtailed quickly. Wagner has been involved in gross human rights abuses pretty much everywhere it has operated, but in Africa specifically, it's been accused of things like rape, torture, extrajudicial killings and executions. Um, so from a, a moral perspective, this is a company that, um, you know, wherever it goes, instability tends to follow. To the weather, fine and dry with moderate to fresh northeasterly winds, occasionally strong offshore tonight. The outlook, fine and dry in the next few days, but it will be windy and rather cool tomorrow morning. At the observatory, it's 19 degrees with the relative humidity at 42%. Please be advised that the red fire danger warning is currently in effect. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. A senior Ukrainian general has visited troops near Bakhmut, which has been the focus of months of intense onslaught by the Russian military and Wagner Group mercenaries. General Alexander Sirsky's trip coincided with reports of advances in the area by Moscow's forces. The BBC's Grant Ferret reports. Russia began bombarding Bakhmut in the eastern region of Donetsk last May. Since then, much of the city has been reduced to rubble. Most of the population has fled. Wagner fighters, many of them former prisoners, have carried out human wave attacks, leading to huge casualties. In recent days, unconfirmed reports suggest that Russia has advanced around to the west of Bakhmut, raising the prospect of Ukrainian soldiers either withdrawing or being encircled. They're said to have destroyed a small dam in the hope of slowing Russian progress. In his nightly address, President Volodymyr Zelensky praised the heroism of Ukrainian soldiers in Bakhmut. The UK and the European Union are said to be on the brink of finalising a new deal on post-Brexit trading rules for Northern Ireland. The Irish Prime Minister, Leo Varadkar, said talks were inching towards a conclusion. The BBC's Iona Wells has more. The essence of a new deal between the UK and the EU over trading arrangements for Northern Ireland is basically there. Discussions between both sides are now focusing on how it is unveiled and presented. The government is briefing politicians and business stakeholders about it. Critics are concerned that politicians in Northern Ireland may still not get full control over future EU laws that could apply there. The government knows this may be a case of giving everyone some things they need if you can't give anyone everything they want. Turkish officials say they're now investigating more than 600 people in connection with buildings that collapsed during major earthquakes earlier this month. The BBC's Orlando Teal has this report. Turkish Justice Minister Bekir Bozdar outlined the scale of the investigations during a visit to an earthquake coordination centre in the southeast of the country. He said that of 612 suspects under judicial investigation, 184 were already in jail, including construction contractors and building owners. More than 50,000 people are known to have died in the quakes in southern Turkey and northern Syria, and experts believe poor construction standards played a significant role role. Opposition parties have accused President Recep Tayyip Erdogan's government of failing to enforce building regulations. 
on to sport, starting with football. And the first piece of silverware of the English season is up for grabs later today. It's the final of the Football League Cup at Wembley Stadium, with Manchester United taking on Newcastle United. The League Cup doesn't quite have the same prestige as the FA Cup, but it's a hugely important final for both of these teams. And it's a really intriguing matchup, too. Manchester United haven't won a trophy of any kind since the 2017 Europa League, but they're enjoying a renaissance under their new manager, Eric Ten Hag. It's massive, but first get the first one. So now we have the opportunity to get that one and don't think um, further ahead when that doesn't make sense, it doesn't help you. We have the opportunity Sunday. We have to put everything we have in to get the trophy and uh, to get him into Manchester. Newcastle haven't won a domestic trophy in 67 years, but they're also enjoying a fine season under Eddie Howe. Yeah, it would mean everything to me, of course it would. It would mean everything to me to make the Newcastle supporters happy, proud. And I'd love nothing more than to see them celebrating on uh, Sunday night. Meanwhile, in the Premier League, Tottenham Hotspur host Chelsea. In rugby, Ireland are still on for the Six Nations Grand Slam, as we hear from the BBC's Ollie Foster. They beat Italy 34-20 in Rome, but the match was a lot tighter than the scoreline suggests. The Irish scored four tries before half-time through James Ryan, Hugo Keenan, Bundiaki and Mac Hansen. However, Stephen Varney and Pierre Bruno, uh, their scores deservedly kept the Italians in touch. They were only four points behind for much of the second half before a second Hansen try saw Ireland pull clear to make it three wins out of three for them. Wales, they're still waiting for their first win. They lost 20 points to 10 against England. The Welsh briefly held the lead early in the second half at the Principality Stadium. But England's tries from Carl Sinclair and Ollie Lawrence saw them secure their first win in Cardiff since 2017. To end the news, the top stories once again. Police charged two men and a woman in connection with the discovery of body parts in a village house in Taipo on Friday. People in Macau can go mask-free outdoors from tomorrow, but they'll still need to mask up on public transport and at some indoor venues. And a man has died and another is in a coma after a speedboat collided with a fishing boat in the waters off Saikung this morning. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, value. and a new experience.
Rockin', rollin' over, 